to Pop of Color Pod. I'm Ruby. And I'm India. We're two women of color recapping all things Bravo through our personal lens. As women of color, we like to focus on the underrated Bravo shows with inclusive casts. And if we're feeling generous, we'll add even more Bravo sprinkles on top. Ruby, don't forget that as we catch up on the Bravo chaos, we also like to catch up on the chaos of our lives. And there's never a shortage of that. Here's this week's episode. Let's pop off. It's time for self-care. Taurus season. <laughs> my Taurus rising and my Taurus Mars are very happy. Okay. <laughs> I don't need to see your Taurus to me. <laughs> it was a lot. It was giving Hayden Panettiere and bring it on three. <laughs> <laughs> when she tried to crump? <laughs> yeah. No, she crumped. She did something. <laughs> she did something. Uh, I don't know if it was a crump, but it was something. <laughs> everybody bring crumping back in 2023. We need it. We need crumping in Jesus. Um, welcome to pop of color pod, our podcast about Bravo shows with inclusive casts slash. We also watch pump rules because <laughs> they're all white. <laughs> I guess Charlie. And now we learn Sheena is a half Tina that she doesn't claim too much in public, but, uh, yeah, we got, there's like, I wonder why she com- doesn't a complex. Uh, no, I'm not going to get it. I think it doesn't seem like her father may be present in her life so. oh yeah so maybe she doesn't she doesn't identify. have like that example you know like yeah. she doesn't have that yeah and we'll get into like latinx representation later i have probably unsupportive takes <laughs> on things going on <laughs> um but anyway before we get started on our shows we're gonna be covering summer house and pump rules today um i have a not sponsored purchase that i made when i had been drinking this weekend <laughs> um i got an at shop jill and Allie candle i love it it smells so good it's rose quartz bergamot and sandalwood and then like on the car on the box it had like more detailed like top notes middle notes bottom notes but i don't like packaging so i threw it away (laughs) Um, that has a little rose quartz crystal inside that's so cute. It's very small. I think this is actually mostly wax, which I like. Like it's heavy because it is literally a condol. It has two wick. It's not thirsty like Karen and Wendy with the three and five. So it's just enough. What but does it smell like? Rose, bergamot, and sandalwood. Mm, it's called passion. Yeah. So like each of them is a manifestation candle. There's like calm, passion, creativity, something else. I feel like I just always get like the calm tranquility ones. And I was just kind of like, I feel like I like, I don't know if I've said it on here just to you that I have just been like, not at a low vibration, but like, I just feel like I need something to like pump me back up if you will. And so I was just like, I need to pick a candle that is more like boom, you know? Yeah. So this one, I almost got the creativity one, but I feel like I'm already pretty creative. So I was trying to look for something that I'm lacking. And I feel like, is that too confident? No. (laughs) It's Um, just confident enough. So, you know, Libra, Aquarius, you know, like I'm pretty even keeled and like, we know that I'm not like, I don't get heated a lot. So I was like, passion feels like something I can get a little zing behind, you know? Yeah, for sure. And this is actually literally the perfect shade of hot pink. It's not like Jersey Shore hot pink. And it's not like I'm a baby pink. It's like just like Elwood's pink. It's like Barbie pink. I like it. 
Yes, it's Barbie pink. It's like a very specific, it's pink, which is kind of part of the aesthetic of my office section of the apartment. So it works well as like pinks and golds. So I like it. Good job, Jill Zarin. You can find it at jillzarin.com slash shop Jill and Allie. I don't know if that's the exact URL, but I know it's part of the jillzarin.com empire. <laughs> so, so shout out to them. Um, Do you have any hot takes before we get into our poppies and poopies of the week? Um, No. I don't really have any that that many hot takes. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go first. Okay. My poppy of the week, Dromo, please, because y'all are going to be so surprised. I've never said her before. <laughs> <Da-da-da-da-da>. Sierra. Whoa. <laughs> I know. Who would have thought? Me? <laughs> anyway. That's a shocker. I know. I live to surprise. The passion candle's already working. Um. <laughs> I can't with your face. <laughs> so I was just like very proud of like her scenes this week about like, you know, she'd celebrated her year one year anniversary of being full-time New Yorker and just like really talking about like she was very honest about like having having been lost in the past and like just finding her identity yeah. and like committing and just like moving forward and like knowing that she's enough and yada yada. So it was just like nice to see her have like a real storyline that was just about her. And I think we've talked about it before, really. It's just like those first couple seasons, it was like a little lost in the sauce. And now we can actually see her, like, even if we don't always agree with her, we can see her like mostly making independent choices for herself. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to Sierra. My poop is going to be very obvious this week. Her name is Danielle. Um, she's also on Summer House and like I'm gonna save it for us talking about the episode but like I just don't know what reality Danielle is in versus the reality that I'm witnessing because it's just very confusing to like be like railing against someone's relationship and then shocked when you're not a part of something significant in that relationship yeah you like you can't have it both ways so I'll leave it at that because we're going to talk about the episode. For sure. What um, about you? Okay. So, well, my poppy goes to, this is very expected, Ariana, because the lack of intuition and the not following your intuition, not the lack of intuition, but the just. Wait, your poppy or your poopy? My poppy. Okay. Like, it just pains me to, like, see her, like, we'll talk about it, but it just pains me to, like, see this crumble. So she's your poppy out of you just feel for her. Yes, I feel for her. She didn't really do anything exceptional, um, okay. but be a good person. <laughs> okay. Um, My poopy, yeah. my poopy, I feel like she's been my poopy before, but is Trey. Uh. Because she got caught. She got caught. Um, and that's for pretty much why. Like, it just makes... Babe, we're filming. <laughs> Yikes, thanks. Yeah. Which I'm kind of on the fence about it because it's like... That doesn't take away from Melissa and Joe also being terrible people. Like, they're all four of them together are terrible. But 
Teresa and Louis got caught. So they got caught intentionally planning to leave out Melissa and Joe. Yeah. Like they were going to invite everybody else on the cast except for Melissa and Joe to like a dinner the night before the rehearsal or something. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and then Louis said something, right? Like, except we're going to, it's everyone except Melissa and Joe. Right. And then she was like, uh, we're filming right now. And he he's was like, like, Oh shit. Ooh. Yikes. Spikes. Yeah. So that's my, my poopy of the week. Well, poop. Um, I feel like there is plenty of us to break down and digest on both episodes this week because I was literally just like slapping my hands on my cheeks for two hours. So should we just dive in? Let's dive in. Whoa. What song is that? It's a Trey songs. I'm oh, about okay. to dive in. Okay. Sorry. That that was- <laughs> we're going to take a break and be right back and engage with more music <laughs> well now that india has gassed up every man's dick on summer house no just the good ones but you gotta calm down like that's i didn't too- gas up any of the other ones i know but you're just like give no man deserves as much credit as you're giving these two no, I definitely think Corey. Corey, I mean, no, I saw the outline. I, I saw the parent. Bro, I know what you're and talking those about. Boxers. I agree. The dick is there. The dick is like, the dick is alive. The dick is alive and well. The deli- the dick is alert. I almost said the delic. And Andreas too. The the that oh, I do believe I do believe Andrea does have a big dick too. Packing. I've heard Italian men are packing. Okay. You have He's... a boyfriend, so calm down. Because like, literally, I see your mouth is like literally <laughs> dripping right now, and I'm not trying to be part of some kind of like video sex with you right now. Calm <laughs> down. I've been taking a lot of maca powder. Jeez. Save it for your daddy, your boyfriend, not your. Yeah, dad. I was like, hold on. <laughs> Whoops. Because you did call Colin your white daddy, and I was like, daddy, you never say that word. I That's tried my white daddy, it. and I was I like. I try to avoid it at all costs, but like when I was little, I used to call him dad. I can't anymore. I'm like, no, you just did. I mean, you did a little bit. I was calling him a concept. A white daddy is a concept. Like I was talking about the mixing of cultures. Okay. Trust. I know what I was saying. myself. (laughs) No, if it's just daddy, that's a different person. I mean, there's daddy and there's daddy, a white daddy is like a parent who's unfortunately white but i don't call men daddy so there's also that that's a very if you if we think about it that's very sick like the daddy little girl kink is like not for me um, it's very sick for people to say i also like you're talking to someone who used to like just scream daddy in the streets for fun <laughs> a few years ago <laughs> your face I used to walk around and like in a crowded street, just go daddy for no reason. <laughs> that reminds me of I was, like, um, a little more controversial. Leslie with watch me twirl daddy. Daddy, watch me twirl. No, like it was back when it was still like a little more controversial to like say daddy in a sexual way. And so I used to just like scream daddy. It kind of like the penis game. Like I used to just scream daddy just for like a reaction. I was 25 guys. Like, okay. I was like, 
But yeah. I would never, let's not never say never, but like, I feel like, you know how for women, sex is so mental. Like you just have to get into a space to be. Yeah. I don't want to be in that daddy. You're out. If I, well, what I was going to say is if I said, if I, if he was like, call me daddy. And I like looked at him and was like, daddy, <laughs> my vagina would immediately dry back up. If he spit in your mouth, you might. You know that you like that. Oh no. If he spit in my mouth, I'll be fine. But I won't be saying daddy when he does that. But <laughs> call mouth. me daddy. That was. Well, I, I'm not going to say, it. I'm saying if I say, if I call, if I literally say it back, I won't feel well. Sorry, I don't know what I just did, but I was not okay with I think that. you virtually spat in my mouth. I was, and I, yeah, and I was trying to like gurgle, like I did not get say did daddy while like you have spit in, in your throat, mouth. but <laughs> I did not consent to you virtually spitting into my mouth, but that absolutely just happened. We are very I must be stopped. <laughs> I must be stopped. Guys, I think India just spat in my mouth and <laughs> I'm really, I just swallowed, but I'm trying to process it. <laughs> Woo. Well, now that that happened, let's move on and talk about those girls that they be fighting. Um, Hold, please. I just coughed out India spit. <laughs> <laughs> so... Let me talk to you about how motherfucking heated I got in the last third of this episode with Danielle feeling some type of way of not being part of a proposal for a couple that, so she's now walking it back, right? She's saying, I didn't say I didn't support them. I just said it was weird and blah, 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 blah. But like, the problem is, is like every time she has, I wouldn't call it a confrontation, but like has a discussion with either party of this couple, it's always like, it doesn't go anywhere and it's never ends on a positive note. And the only, and like the big thing for me, it's like, if she were only to bring up, like, I just feel like you haven't like checked in on me. That would be one thing that everyone would be like, we understand. Right. But the fact that like she, and like, that's like the, the afterthought of like, this is moving too fast. Like, She's like so the hater on their timeline. Yes. She's so stuck on their timeline that the afterthought becomes, but this is how I'm really feeling. Like, I feel like you don't check in on me. No one is then focused on that because you're so hyper-focused on this, like that. It doesn't even matter. Like, well, that's like a basic tenet of like working through conflict, right? Like that's like basic, like therapy one-on-one is you never say like, you did this. You always say, right. I feel like this when this happens. Like that's literally like a basic precept. Right. And so it just comes off like you're a hater. You're a and hater. She, no, she high key is a hater. And it's not like she's a hater. Like she doesn't want them to be happy, but she's a hater that things aren't happening in the way she thinks they should. And mm-hmm. like the level of entitlement and like self-absorption in that statement is beyond. And then- what I also kind of realized watching this episode too is I think she has a certain level of codependency in like, I don't know about all her relationships, but like she has an expectation of a certain level of codependency in this friendship because it's all like, I would do anything for you. I would want you to be a part of everything in my life, blah, 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 blah. Like, so you should do the same. Yeah. Like, no, not necessarily. Like, you need to respect your friends for how they are. And like, again, like if you can't accept them for who they are, that's fine. But also like, 
the way you said too is like she doesn't feel like they're good friends to her and she's told them that as well so if you don't think they're good if you've told this couple i'm putting myself in Lindsay's shoes if i've been told that i'm not a good friend and that this person also thinks that my relationship's moving too fast when i know this is the person i want to marry and i'm carl and i know i'm proposing to Lindsay on a certain date and this person who was also one of my closest friends told me that like we're not being good friends to her and that she's like not in agreement with this timeline. And I know I'm about to continue. And she just literally screamed in a pillow about, like, me, I, about me buying her a ring. Why would I want that at my proposal? Like, why would I want you to be anywhere near my proposal with that kind of energy? Yeah. Because listen, something that I think I'm usually pretty good at, but it's like a lesson that, you know, I think like we all return to over the years is like, I have to surround myself with people that like, motivate me to be better people who mm-hmm. support me not mm-hmm. yes people either but like not people who are dragging me down because they're going through it because there's a lot of people like you can try and like support them you can be there for them but if they want to sit in their shit the way danielle wants to sit in her shit and like suffer whether it's like her job her relationship whatever right she's and like, not be oh, genuinely not happy to like solve anything she just wants to sit and like be upset and then like hate on people that are doing well and we've all like you and i have both had friends like that too where it's like we want you to be happy, but like not happier than I am. Yeah. is like, I don't want that around one of the most important moments in my life. Exactly. So the fact that like in the preview, she's already having a meltdown about like not having a part of it. And you know that like, if, if let's say nothing was like quite wrong in their friendship when this happened and Carl said like, oh, I'm proposing to Lindsay. One, Danielle would have either ruined it by opening her big fat mouth and telling mm-hmm. everybody. Um, or she would have insisted on like being part of the proposal. Like, let me be the one to walk her to you and like surprise, you know yeah. what I mean? Like she just always has to be in everything. Cause like, that was the complaint Sierra had about her at the beginning of the season. She's like, Danielle is a fighting battle. She doesn't need to be in like Danielle is in business. That's not her business. Yeah. Like now I fully understand why on that one watch what happens live. Gabby was like, Danielle is going to have the most to answer for at this reunion because it's yeah. like, Danielle wants to have her cake and eat it too. She wants to be a hater, but she also wants to be informed about everything that she's hating on. Yeah. And then for Robert to. I thought that was hilarious. Cause I was like, Robert, why don't you worry about like being a good boyfriend to Danielle? And I mean, obviously this is what it was. Like, I just thought it was wild that he was taking up for her like three months before he and her break up. That and it's just like why like carl did not tell any of the guys and then i mean any of the girls he told kyle and chris because chris was gonna photograph it yeah and kyle because that's his best friend like well and also like robert fires back right and it's like i feel like upset that you're calling danielle just one of the girls and it's like after everything she said this summer yeah she is one of the girls she is one of the girls now she's no longer that friend that they had like, what are you guys talking about? And exactly. again, as much as I've grown to like Paige, I did get like upset watching her just like kind of smile when Danielle was like all pissed and saying like, they don't deserve I'm done. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Paige, stop. Yeah. And like, and also Danielle being so played out about like cheersing to like whatever was going to happen at the bonfire. She was like already making a fake face. And then when Kyle confirmed like it was the proposal, the way her face changed was real. And she deserves it. Like she deserves to feel like played mm-hmm. at this point. And it pains me to say it because I feel like we've been Danielle Stans like the whole show. Yeah, but 
this season is just you can just you can see it like you can read yeah. it you can make the story you can see yeah. she's unhappy she's going through some uncertain times being an entrepreneur having a startup business being in a relationship that she's not 100% sure is going to work where she wants the same things that Lindsay's getting out of Carl out of her relationship and she's not getting it and she's lashing out and Again, if it were just, or not even like whether or not she wants it, but she's like, well, I do my relationship in this unconventional way, right? Like she's like, I prefer mortgage over marriage and blah, blah, blah. And I just want consistent. Like, it's not even that she wants, like, I would never thought she's just Carl Lindsay. I don't think she wants the kind of relationship they have. They are very cheesy and cringy when she, when Lindsay had that selfie of her sleeping in the hospital bed with Carl with their eyes closed. I was like, Lindsay. Yeah. How many efforts did it take for you to take this <laughs> dramatic picture? <laughs> for what reason? To me, Lindsay is like the Teresa of Summer House because everybody wants to like hate on her and like go against her. But she's always like, whether or not she's good or bad, she's always authentically herself. Mm-hmm. And she also doesn't begrudge people for having their own happiness. She's like, just leave my shit alone. But no one yeah. leave them alone. And, so- you know, I do feel like... I I will raise you or not raise you, but I will say I do think that Danielle wants those things. Like I do think that she wants commitment from from Robert. I do think that she wants Robert to be just as gung ho for her and just as committed to her as Carl is to Lindsay. Like she wants that. Like maybe not all the cringiness she wants it demonstrated in whatever way is important to her. Right. And, he wasn't doing and I think that like Danielle lies to herself by saying like. Our relationship's so, like, every girl that doesn't get what they want from a guy, our relationship is so unconventional. And I love it that way. No, you don't. You don't. Stop yeah, lying to yourself. You know. Rules. No, like, you don't. women that are in open relationships where they don't really want to be in them. Not saying that women, some women don't choose that. But, like, no. women who settle. You can just tell the energy when someone yeah. is claiming that everything is, as Kathy would say, hunky-dory. And mm-hmm. It's always just about the delivery. Like there's always yeah. like insistence of mm-hmm. like showing a picture. And so, yeah, I, I just like feel for her. Like I feel for her. I think her feelings are valid, but now it's just evolving into haterade and that's like never a good look. And also I would just like love to shout out everybody who at the beginning of the season told me like, there's no way I'm going to side with Lindsay. Like when they didn't even know what the fight was about. They were just like, I'm going to side with Danielle because Danielle's logical. And I was like, I'm going to wait and see what the fight is about because they're good friends and relationships are complicated and people just like want a reason to like mm-hmm. say like, look at what Lindsay did. And I, it's always to me also like people with a very low self-esteem sometimes are just like, I don't like Lindsay. Yeah. Like you don't like Lindsay because Lindsay loves herself and you don't. So and she's just crying like, oh. like, like, I just can't, I can't, I can't. It, like. Also, I love the point that Maya brought up when um, Maya was like, I don't talk out of my ass like some people. I don't know who she was referring to, but I still was like, okay, Maya. And Maya, I love what Maya said because I relate to this a lot, like kind of always having been the new kid in school and moving around so much when she's like, I listen to every conversation and I observe. Yeah. Because everyone else is like too busy doing main character energy all the time and talking about themselves and wanting to like be the center of stuff. Like I, like, like I said, Maya kind of won me over this episode because one, she was like a little looser with everybody, which I don't know what prompted that, but I was just happy that she was really comfortable and not like super like fidgety about stuff. 
And when she said that, because like Danielle was really trying to have some type of attitude with her and she was like not having it, not in like a negative way, but just like, you know, kind of in like a bantery way. Mm-hmm. And my like, oh, bitch, I, if I'm talking and I very much relate to that, like, we know I like to talk shit when I just feel like talking shit, but if I'm telling you something happened, it's because I know for, like, right. I don't, I don't sit like, even when I'm talking shit, I'm not talking rumors. I'm talking things that I know for facts from people. Yeah. Cause at first I'm I was never, like, did a producer tell I'm never her? hypothesizing. I'm always telling people what I know. So I very right. much smile at that point. Yeah, for sure. For so sure, for sure. I'm going to like, I was heated this week. I'm very nervous about my feelings next week. That's all I'm going to say. I'm anxious. Danielle can literally just leave. That's a nice way of putting it. I'm glad you said it that way. <laughs> All right. Ready to go to Los Angeles? Uh, we can no longer go to Pump because Lisa Vanderpump can't pay her rent. So they're closing. I know. I saw that. I mean, a million dollars in oh, rent for the, the year? Only, it's the only LVP. Well, apparently she got caught in that lie too because that's what she said. And then the owners were like, no, we didn't rent- raise the rent. She also like owes us back rent for like oh. several months. Well, um, that's that the team. only that's the only um Vanderpump Rules restaurant I've ever been to, so I'm glad I went. Me too. I've only been to Pump too. Well, no pump teenies for us, but <laughs> I'm sure we can Google the recipe. Right. Um, I'm manifesting now that on my next trip to Los Angeles, which is hopefully happening very soon, I am going to have lunch at something about her. I want my sandwich. Yes, bring me one back. They don't have gluten-free bread. I'll take the hit. I'll have it on my last day. So I'm just like in pain on the plane. <laughs> oh no, that might be worse with the elevation. About her. I'm sure they'll have salads, but like salads aren't as fun as sandwiches. I'm such yeah. a- I'm sure they'll have a gluten-free sandwich. The girlies, they live I in keep, California. I keep adding them like whenever they talk about it. And I keep being like, please make sure there's GF bread, even if it's Udi's. <laughs> Just I feel like they definitely will because they're it's Los Angeles. Yes, LA. But you know, sometimes when you're quote high end, like you want to do like le baguette and like focaccia, and you know what I mean? Like you want bougie bread. Because yeah. gluten free bread is not usually it's usually like sliced sandwich bread. There are, are you allowed gluten- to do like sourdough? Like the sourdough fuck up your stomach? Anything with wheat. Oh wow, because sourdough is so fermented that I thought like maybe that would be a little easier on your stomach. No potato bread. No anything that has the word bread in it is not for rubes unless it's specified GF. Aww. Like I can do like almond flour tortillas. Like you have to like very clearly say like this was made with this kind of flour. So yeah, that's my sad little life. Um. Anyways, Vanderpump Rules. Rachel's birthday. They go glamping. I kind of want to go to this glamp place though. I was like owned by gays, homemade ranch. Barbecue chicken sounds like Ruby giving piggies a little pumpkin or smash pumpkin. So cute. Oh, that part I didn't need to do. Oh, I just thought I was it was like, cute. I was like, hey, animals. <laughs> Later. <laughs> Tough I, luck, fish. You'd be like, <laughs> exactly. I would like drop the pumpkin like 10 feet away on the other side of the fence and be like, Tough luck, pig. <laughs> no, I would literally never do that. I like animals now enough to like not cause them suffering, but I also don't want to like be all up in their business. I'm Ariana, like barely smashing the pumpkin. I'm like, Ugh. and then it just like kind of breaks one little piece off. <laughs> this was just like, okay. So we had like, I love Lala and James meeting at Lala's headquarters for like a breakdown. Cause it was just like giving 
like inspector gadget trying to solve a mystery but like the way that the toms and rachel can't agree on their fucking lie and also, didn't get it together beforehand it's just chaotic too like why wrapped up in it also it's weird like was he at the house like was he just in a different room while they were fucking was he watching them like what was going on where like were three somethings happening in the jacuzzi like there's something very sordid about schwartz being around so much for this affair there's no way that he didn't know the whole time oh yeah he definitely knew the whole time well i mean he said he did know in august but like there's no way that he thought it was a one-night stand and then found out a month before he knew the whole time yeah because i'm like okay so just so we can think about like the timeline of when this was filmed when was this filmed it was still september i think this was like mid late september yeah, I was thinking so, because so they had already fucked in August. And you can just see it all over Sandoval's face, how obsessed he is with her. Like I have a feeling, I kept thinking, like, do we do we feel like it's obvious? Because we know, but I think we would have like all been mm-hmm. because it's just not natural. And you know, this is a hot take. I feel like Sandoval, I feel like Rachel doesn't know what she really wants, right? Like she's just hooking up with anybody because it's just like, I'm trying to figure out myself. I don't like, she doesn't have enough self-respect for herself or anyone else. You know, she's just thinking of herself and thinking of what's going to please her in the moment without thinking of like consequences. So I think she's just fucking and sucking whatever. But I think that like she fucked Tom that one time, Sandoval, and slowly but surely Sandoval is just continuing to like get her to like, you know what I mean? Like, love like him. Groom her? Yeah. Not groom her, because this isn't a cult. But, like, just slowly, like, like... Lead her on. Like, there's still a power shift. Like, yeah. the difference, the mental capacity difference, because she's not okay. Yeah, and I think he's just, like, slowly, like, like slowly was just like, I really like you. Like, I think that we should give this a shot. You know, because I think she just was kind of like... Because she, like, Sandoval looks at her and it's just like, googly eyes but she does not give that same energy like well i think she's feeling really guilty so i think i'm trying to like scale back all the points you just said so i think something's mentally wrong with her quite literally not in like a diagnosis way like there's just something so off about like being such a little sociopath to be like in your confessionals being like these are my core people these are my friends First of all, about people that you've known for like, okay, yeah, now it's been five years, but you weren't really friends with them. I mean, I guess friends with Ariana and Sheena for the five years, like, cause they gave her a chance. Um, but like, these are not your people, like right. these are coworkers on a television program. So like, I don't know if she's misinterpreting like what this is. Like, I'm very concerned that she doesn't have friends outside of the cast because like all of the cast has always had other friends. You know, there's always like somebody random that pops up like at a scene or a part, you know, like her mm-hmm. scene used to be that friend that Katie and Stassi always had around, you know, that was like, yeah, she met them at Sir, but like they met as real life friends. Right. Like uh, this some fuck, Rachel is from the Valley or like from Southern California. And you're telling me she doesn't have a single friend that she can film some, like that can join her at a party, like when James is DJing or something. Right. Like, you're right. I have like a lot of concerns about like what her socialization is. This fixation on the pageants is like really creepy too. Like now that I've aged out of pageants, I don't have to care about my reputation. It's like, what are you talking about? Like you still have to be a good person just because you're not in pageants anymore. And also like 
did you even do pageants for like those years while you were like James was paying for your whole life? Like, what are you talking? It was just very like, there's something unsettling. Like she's like a weird little baby doll robot that like just started short circuiting. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I agree. Just completely lost has no path in life. I don't know. Like, you know, James said those horrible things about her parents, but it's like, how did they parent her that she's ended up like this? Like, cause I don't know. You and I have like very supportive families. And again, not everyone can say that, but like, she's obviously financially cared for, right? Like she's, it's not like she's ever gone without something, but there's something about like, where's the emotional and like mental health, like family, like social support that like you chose to be in a relationship with James for five years, no matter all these things he did and said. And then you're just, and you cannot find some, like you are what random people in Los Angeles thinks is pretty because you're skinny and tall and can do your makeup like you're telling me you can't find like five thousand guys to fuck in los angeles you have to go like look at the two men that are literally like associated with other women on your television program there's no one else you could have sex with right right there's something so weird it's just really weird yeah like the amount of selfish and callous to know like because clearly we're learning a lot in this episode how much ariana has shared with the girls like Mm -hmm. katie thinks she's definitely shared with Rachel and Gina that you would know intimate issues in that relationship and then decide to repeatedly fuck your friends, essentially husband. It's very like borderline personality. It's like those, like nobody kids these days never saw like fatal attraction or what's the one where like, there's Uh, the one with uh, obsession with Beyonce. Listen, obsession with Beyonce and Ali Larder is important to history. Amber and I saw it in the theaters at Newtown. Who rocks the cradle, all the... Yeah, like, this is a thing that people do. Um, And so it's just, like, very... The level of sick that is, like, I always think of one of my best friends, too. Like, I always told her, I was like, I don't really like your one friend. And she's like, no, she's really... Literally, same concept, like, older sister younger sister energy like no we just like look out for her she like comes with us to everything and the other girl had um a boyfriend like at the same time too as my friend was with her boyfriend so like there was no affair situation but still a couple years later like a little over like a year later um this girl moves into the apartment with my friend's ex-boyfriend platonically and his other friend they were like dating in a month and this girl knew everything that's ever happened in my friend's relationship because my friend is really open and trusting with people and like tells yeah, people. psychotic behavior. So this woman took that, all of that information and went for that man. Like, cause she knows what she can do. Mm-hmm. Guess what sign she is? A cancer. Ooh. I'm talking about that. So like people are sickos and now that couple is married and like, good, you should be, but it's still just like, People are sick. Creepy. Yeah. I think it's like so obvious the signs. So like Tom's always giggling and smiling. The amount of times he like defends Rachel, the amount of times he speaks up on her behalf. Tom Sandoval is a misogynistic pig. He has never defended a woman that he doesn't want to fuck or yep. that or that doesn't pay him, aka Lisa Rainer Pump. Those are the only women he's ever defended. So like when Lala brought up the point of like the last time he was talking like this about someone, it was Ariana. It was like facts. Yeah. Facts high key and that's like no shade to ariana that does not mean ariana deserved anything that's ever happened to her in this situation it's just 
about Sandoval, like the way he, the way he moves is very, I mean, I have a hot take about all of it. Right. Because karma is karma. This is India's hot takes. What goes around comes around in ways that you do not expect. And most, and sometimes intensified ways. And this is coming from someone who has dealt with her own karma from things that she did that received it tenfold. Like, whoa, what the fuck happened here? And sometimes you just got to own your shit. So it's like, Ariana did that to Kristen. And yeah, it was a different scenario potentially. But then she was also talking about in the episode how Tom was there for her when her, um, when her grandpa passed away or so like someone her dad had, died. That when her dad awesome. died. Because that's again, she was, he was with Kristen. Yeah. And I was like, that's really, dark. and they didn't get together for another year and a half. So it's like, you know, really dark, really weird. How you get them is how you I lose them. Or flashback pictures though. And it was like the Instagram filter. <laughs> all the 2013 14 pictures with just like instagram coloring i was just like yes yeah i loved those days but yeah and another hot take i have is i mean it's obvious that like ariana and tom weren't meant to be together like they just want two separate things out of life and i do think that like and it was it was a hot take that james was like um they don't focus on their relationship or I think Lala said that and James was like well maybe the distance works for them and Lala's like "Mm, no so I don't think any of them were shocked that like Sandoval cheated because they were all probably seeing it coming like seeing the relationship dynamic between them like the general sentiment right is like no one's shocked that he's a cheater they're shocked at who he cheated cheated with with, yeah that person chose to cheat with him right which is like Rachel so much credit though because I've always been like are the lights on in her house? Like, hello? Is this thing on? No, it's not on. No, it's very weird. I think, and I think her tells are very obvious too, because anytime like he's talking about her or people are talking about rumors about her, she literally like will look down, looks away. When Ariana was like, you didn't have to sleep on the couch. She literally couldn't look her in the eyes. Yeah. Ariana said that. And it's like, cause she didn't sleep on the couch. They just couldn't have another, like, they need to have a reason why there wasn't another bed that was unmade. When he was talking to James and said, she slept in my bed. I mean, the guest bedroom. I'm like, oh, that was so bad. And he kept saying like, dude, to Lisa Renna. And she, I mean, not Lisa Renna. Oh my God. To Lisa Vanderpump. And she was like, don't call me, don't dude. Call me dude. And he's like, dude, like she dipped out. Like, what does he that even, mean? Dipped out. Because he can't even talk rationally. He wasn't being clear. Yeah. And then to some, he's like, she dipped out. And then he's like, no, she dipped out and went in the house and went to bed. Like, okay. I love the other. I love that. Like Sheena's vlog footage was used as evidence. Like, I'm glad it was good for something. (laughs) Like here's evidence of Sandoval at this Labor Day barbecue with um, Rachel and all this. Did she post that on her Instagram? No, they, um, they used it like when Lala and James are playing detective in the first segment. Um, and they were talking about like, Oh, Lala was like, I was at this Labor Day party. Everybody was there. Like Sheena, Sandoval, all this stuff. She's like, Ariana called him and said like, my grandmother just died. I have to go. And he stayed at the barbecue. They used mm-hmm. like describing it. The footage says Sheena's vlog footage in the corner. And I was like, I'm <laughs> glad it was good for something. Cause I haven't watched that vlog. Yeah. And but- I mean, that's just sad. The fact that, like Lala was like, yeah, no, um, Ariana, he was 
there and his friend was there he just didn't leave with jason jason left and he was still there and ariana's like you're you make me look like an idiot like i get that because it's like i can't support you if other people know shit that i don't know and i'm writing for you and i don't feel like you're writing for me yeah Ooh. and i think yeah that was like a very important thing is like you have to be again in all relationships romantic familial professional you both have to be giving the same amount of energy yeah not like want somebody to be a hundred for you and you be 30 for them. You have to be either like, however you like to break down. If you like percentages, 50, 50, if you like matching 100, 100, you cannot be doing different numbers because it's just not fair. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I thought it was really interesting to like, you know, over the years, we've always heard that be the complaint, right? Like Tom and Ariana pretend they're perfect and they're not. Um. And I thought it was really interesting when Katie, like, I mean, when Ariana, wanted to talk to Katie and like find out the root of everything. I thought it was, I liked how it was like a very good example of like a mature conversation. Like the conflict was resolved right there. You know, she was like, I just, you know, I trust all of you. So I just needed to find out what was true and what wasn't. Katie was very clear. And she's like, I would never say that. And I just don't know where it got lost. Well, she didn't say she felt attacked. I'm just being petty. Okay. I'm like, India, I'm trying to think of something. And you're like, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Who said that? <laughs> Annoying. Ariana is a cancer though. So watch out. But anyway, and so is Sandoval. So he does always feel attacked. There you go. There's your cancer. Both two victims and one. Oh, baby victims that spent a decade together. But yeah, I thought it was really interesting and illuminating when they have that conversation. And Katie's like, look, I know that like there's a lot of things that you're insecure about and like in your relationship with Tom, you know like that's always also been like a little lingering thing it's like tom lured her in because he validated her so much at the beginning of their relationship um and she clearly like had been in a bad relationship before she's experienced something that like i think a lot of women just experience for a variety of reasons right like issues with like body image issues with self-love with worthiness like you know you can think of numerous people that you know that like have the best life ever and have those issues um but like you know they get together he supports her blah blah but then after it like gets you know all kind of like routine and stuff he like it stopped little by little he stops giving her that and it's like gonna bring up those old issues for her so but also not to give sandoval credit because he there's no excuse for cheating but yeah. they're just weren't aligned with like what they wanted for their long-term no, they never, goals. They were like, never he kept, and I think he just kept trying to make it work thinking like, Oh, maybe she'll change her mind. Like maybe she'll want to get married. Maybe she'll want to have kids. And it just like the resentment just kept building and building and building yeah, on his he side too. He, he resented her. And I think she just like was kind of sick of fighting back about it too. You know what I mean? Yeah. They both kind of gave up in their own ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that grandma was- thing. Oh my gosh. Like you didn't want to leave because you were with Ariana. I mean with um Raquel at the party. Yeah. Listen, her talking about her grandma effed me up so hard when she was talking to like her friends about it. Cause you know how close I am to my grandma and how often yeah. I go see her. And I was like, one day when that day comes, I will lose my shit and possibly murder anybody that comes within reach of me for several days. And then also just like um like if I'm with someone and they're not there for me when that happens they will be gone they oh, will girl, be gone. you know how last year was for me like I'm not gonna mention on this podcast but like you know 
you know how last year was. So I get it. I so get it. And I get like all of this, but it was just so like hard to watch. It just like continues to be hard to watch. Like fucking um, Ariana telling Rachel that she's role model material. And like Rachel starts crying because she's guilty. Those weren't tears of like, thank you. Those were tears of you are saying everything to me and you like love me so much. And it just like also makes me, I have some concerns about like Ariana's judgment of character. One, because she's always been aligned with Sheena, which I've always questioned in her choice of taste. (laughs) Um, And then like also like how hard she defends Rachel and is like, Rachel's been nothing but a delight. I would never want to sit in a room with Rachel for more than an hour. I'm a very clearly Katie, Lala, Christina style of person. We know this. Like I'm very particular. I don't like dummies. I don't like weirdos. Like, and I'm very judgmental. I'm in that category for sure. Also, I do kind of wonder if just knowing that Ariana is just like ride or die Tom, like at this point, like in the show, like she's ride or die. Like they have an agreement about like what, people know you know what I mean they clearly like talk and discuss like okay what are we gonna like tell people like we need to be well, they the do age. for the show they do personas I feel like when they're not filming they are whoever they are like they're themselves and like their friends who are also on this show like know that and like Sheena probably protects them but everybody else is like whatever but I agree with yeah. you I think for wonder they're like this is what we're going to talk about on camera and this is what we're not going to talk about on camera yeah so I just say that to say I wonder if they actually did have like more of an open relationship style that like they just would never talked about you know what I mean or like addressed with anyone else because it's all alluding to that like because even when Ariana or I think Tom was like yeah it was me Schwartz and Raquel in the hot tub and she's like yeah we do that every weekend like we always have them over we always have people over like all the time it just gives the vibes of like free carefree like free-spirited do what you want to do to me you know how I was talking about cultures and you were like how are there different cultures like between the south and New York like there's something about people in California even if you're like transplant and you've just lived there for a long time like where things like that are okay and I remember like my parents and I like with people that we were like, you know, neighbors and stuff like that. Like we always were like very clear with boundaries, but you could tell that there were just, and like, it can give like a swingy energy, but it's just like a level of like, I feel like when people are displaced from like actual family and like childhood friends, they just make everybody their chosen family a la Teresa. And so like, they just think they can have like more intimate interactions with people of wherever because it's mm. family. like that's my family in their mind you know what I mean yeah is they aren't your fucking family so eventually someone's dick ends up in someone's hole and that's what happens yeah um and on that elaborate note shall we take a break and wrap it up yeah let's do it dicks and holes <laughs> okay some minor highlights of things that I did really like um I want to uh, give them Lala bathrobe. I need to look into the price. I need to make sure that there's not like a fugly huge logo, but they looked soft and I like that there was a hood to it. So I want a Lala bathrobe. And then, you know, cause I want to support Ocean and her future um, in academia. When she's like, my kids go to college. I was like, is she? Ocean uh, has gotten to be, and this is controversial because I mean, we all know every baby's not cute when they first are born. Okay. Not every baby can be a star, but Ocean has become one of the cutest kids. Like, she's so adorable. And it ain't right. (laughs) You can't be talking about her. (laughs) I do. I'm sorry. 
I cannot. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I'm doing it for ocean. So catch me by like August because, you know, there's bills to pay, but I will have a, a bathroom at one point. (laughs) um also I already pay for a candle that's your head your limit that that was the spring bravo purchase i have to wait till q3 because i'm already in q2 right so i blew that load way too quickly (laughs) q3 (laughs) get in the bathrobe also i am pissed that i bought two candles because they were a lot of money for me i'm a teacher were they they were each like 30 bucks or something or 35 bucks Oh yeah. I mean, she's heavy, but I could get that at TJ Maxx for a lot less. That's yeah, for like I could get that for eight bucks. Yeah, I could get fourteen ounces for eight bucks for sure at TJ Maxx. Yeah, I'm gonna for sure. Later, but I did it for Jill and Allie, and because champagne was in my bloodstream. If if y'all couldn't tell that I was drunk on my other account when I was like, Mandy Moore was in her fucking actress bag at twenty two. <laughs> I was out of control. I had not drank like that in a minute and let it be known. I was literally just drinking champagne so I could clean up my closet. <laughs> like nothing exciting was happening. Um, anyways, left turn. Allie is such a game changer. Like I really like her and I think she is the kind, like everyone's like, they're not going to last and maybe they won't, but I think that she is the type of woman that James needs to be with. Oh yeah. And I feel like it's kind of like, I don't remember if it was you or somebody else alluded to this with like the kind of guy I need to be with. We're like, I'm James Kennedy, right? Like I'm talking in voices and like, I'm shaking my head and saying crazy shit. And people have told me like, you need a guy that literally just like looks back at you. And it's like, you're doing that. Like, I don't care. I might not be around it. Like, but I love you, but like, you're just like responds with calmness. Right. And so I really liked that. She was like, I'm just like, not going to be, dealing with that like you embarrass yourself so like I feel like remember we were talking about the black cat golden retriever energy like she has a cat quite literally like she has cat energy and I think James needs someone with cat energy to balance his like he has hyena energy which is like a whole other one but yeah but like Raquel was Rachel was a puppy and so like she was a dumb fucking puppy and like I don't even want to call her any breed because dogs are amazing and she doesn't deserve to be any of them so she's just a dog ass bitch. Wow. <laughs> Eloquent. Um, <laughs> and then my final point, this is something that I literally say on this show all the time. And to you is like, you cannot swim in both lanes. And Katie said that to Ariana. She's like, I have a hard time. Like I'll support you. Like our friendship won't be impacted. Our business relationship won't be impacted by Rachel. But like, I have a really hard time believing that Rachel can be shitty to mm-hmm. women and not to other women. So watch like the foreshadowing in that conversation yeah. beyond. She was like, I hope she's a good friend to you. Also, Rachel having the audacity to say hi to Terry Maloney after she like, put her mouth on Schwartz get some fucking dignity for five seconds and just like wave from afar and don't say any words and also don't call her Terry call her Mrs. Maloney you fucking skank rat like yeah have some fucking manners with your ugly ass little like Manny thong from Degrassi what was Manny's last name on that show that Uh, little girl wasn't Garcia was it no say something while I look it up I don't think it was Garcia no, no, I. Manny Santos. Oh yeah, Santos. Manny Santos ass thong sticking out of her 
xenon pants like enough no Stop. i thought that those were just the pants like people like those are where pants well, are made took a screenshot of it and it oh. looks like it's intentional like it is part of the pants but it's made to look like you have a thong skin. yeah 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 and rachel who's skinny still had it like on the wrong piece of her skin so it looked fucked up <laughs> i can't say that that la- like that party she did look good i was like mm, rachel looks really good right now well i disagree i thought she looked dumb as fuck I was like, you look like you should be the sixth member of NSYNC. And it's 2023. Like, get a life. I thought she just looked very polished and, like, pres- like she, like, her makeup looked good and stuff. But I hate to give her compliments. But, you know, call a spade a spade. She looked pretty. She looked pretty. Well, yeah. that's the beauty of this podcast, everybody. We can have a difference of opinion. She looked like <laughs> a wet rat. But yeah. And I like to say, like, I am not on Sandoval's side at all, but like, I'm just playing devil's advocate oh, and no, seeing. you guys, not her saying not on his side, but. No, I'm just saying like what I said earlier about like karma and like them not being meant to be together and how like Sandoval is probably just as unhappy and like unfulfilled as Ariana in some ways. Like, spent... go ahead. Sorry. I keep interrupting you. I feel no, no, you're fine. Um, We've spent. 10 years letting the toms be a pair of fucking terrorists on yeah television program and y'all let it happen because you were so focused on jacks you did not see the bigger picture i identify as maya i see every conversation i observe and i listen and i have known since the beginning of time that those all three men were not right and i knew peter wasn't right either but he was less obviously so so i would give him a pass Peter looks like he might like. Peter did not hate at all. Sorry, that was really weird. <laughs> That's better That's... than other things you could have said. I know. I was gonna say he looks like he no, might. Don't like... don't say what you were gonna say. Just let it be. Fuck it all. Just let, let it be. It be... But yeah, in the land before time, the Toms were always ancient. They were always the worst, and the fact that y'all didn't see it till now, we feel sorry for you. Because Indy and I have been texting about this show for a decade. And I know we've been like, ew. Ew. Absolutely ew. To everything. Disgusting. To all of the men. Only James Kennedy rules in my book. I don't think we He's just that. as bad. So hopefully <laughs> See, Allie gets him together. Allie, if, if any girl can get him together, it's Allie. Because Allie does not play with that man. Like the way that she was like, and sit read, down. And she read his motherfucking chart. So she knows exactly what buttons to push. That's me and John. I'm always like, like John, you are this and you are this. And so you act like this and then this comes out and it makes well, me want to scream. You don't even need to, <laughs> like, I don't even think Allie needs to say it to him out loud. I think she just like reads it mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, I'm going to operate this way to get what needs to happen. And she's a Capricorn. So I'm like. But yeah, she, um. oh no, she's an Aquarius. No, oh, she's a Capricorn and he's an Aquarius. Woo. But both of them are on the cusp. So they're both. Just... But they still are. Like, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, that's why you do the chart because no one's ever both signs. They're always the sign on the day that they were born. Um, But yeah, I think she just like knows how to read it. And it's like, and it's just up to her if she like wants to still deal with him or not. Like she's going to always have the power in that relationship of like, are they going to stay together or aren't they going to stay together? Oh, yeah. Because he definitely has like some codependent habits too. Mm-hmm. Rachel was the one who left him, which is wild. Like at least she did one self-aware thing in her life. And I think her parents really pushed Just her. Like, her come on. Oh, I'm sure her parents did. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Leave him. What the fuck? Yeah. I literally took getting He's a terrible human being. 
I just like when he was like, and I wasted it on you. About <laughs> I regret it. And she's like, that's sad because I don't regret like. Oh my God. When she said, I don't regret anything I've ever done. I was just like, this is not good. Also, I would like to make a side note. I heard some guy online the other day say like, he doesn't like girls who are into astrology. And I was like, well, baby, you ain't never going to find a woman. Because mm-hmm. there's not a girl on this earth that does not have a bare interest in either crystals or astrology. They're lying to you if they say they don't. And if they actually don't, they're just pick me girls. Yeah. Or they're, they're psychopaths. Cool. What? Or they're psychopaths. Yeah. They're actually just not well souls in touch with the universe. So yeah. Enjoy having that lifeless human um, in your life. Yeah. And with that encouraging note, follow us at pop of color pod on Instagram or Twitter. Um, and then more importantly, follow us on Spotify or Apple podcasts. Tell a like friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that we hear. Yes. I really need Miss Taurus rising to stop jelly rolling her body at me. Like she has made body rolls at me. She has spat in my mouth tonight. You did something else to me, but I can't, you shimmied at me. Like I have been accosted. I flexed. By the Taurus sex monster that is India. India tree Judice right now getting bodybuilder. <laughs> but yes. I'm, on that, I'm on that New Jersey reunion on my New Jersey reunion binge. And now I'm on season nine where tree just did her bodybuilding. Oh, enjoy. The way I love Jennifer Aiden. It's a love like no other, you guys. And the She's way the I best. hate Jackie, can't stand that bitch. I'm there with I you. I love when they exposed her as the fan at the book signing. I was like, oh, gag. Gag me. Gag on that dick. <laughs> Is that rude? No. And with Someone that, has- guys, we will. Catch I manifested it. Bye. <laughs>